What is up, Hamilton and beyond? Wherever you're listening from, I welcome you here to the Pillars of Hamilton. I'm your host, Mr. Sam, and today we have a very inspirational guest. So inspirational that when Miss Lisa listened to this podcast, or she just walked by as I was listening to it and her jaw dropped, she asked me to start the whole thing over and she listened to it for herself. This story is amazing, and this person is incredible. Her name is Maria Ramundo. She's a warrior, she's an athlete, and she's an inspiration. I hope some of you, all of you, listen to this podcast and then get up and go to the gym, run, walk around the block, whatever it is to get your heart going. I know I'm going to. Well, maybe not right now because I got work to do. But later, I'm going to get my heart going. Guys, give it up for my guest, Maria Ramundo. I have a warrior in the house. I have a real warrior of Hamilton. I don't use that word lightly. I've been in martial arts for a long time, pro wrestling for a long time. Seen a lot of people come and go, but uh, I'm looking at a warrior here. Would you introduce yourself, please? Sure. Hi, Sam. It's nice to be here. Hey. It, I'm Maria Ramunda. Whoa. What was that? <laughs> fireworks. Wow, fireworks, because Maria Ramunda was in the house. They set off the fireworks right. yeah, for you. I, I hope that picked up on the microphone. So good timing with that, whoever that was. Yes. Um, Maria. Yes. You, um, as you were walking up to here, you said, well, it's the pillars. I don't feel like a pillar. Um, this show is about who I believe is a pillar and anyone who does the stuff that you can do Mm -hmm. is not only a warrior but a pillar to me because a town needs someone like you now i don't know how many people know what you do but everybody needs to know and that's why i want you on here because i think that you could really inspire some people Mm -hmm. you've inspired me oh wow you you. really have there were days now i i i see you running i can't run during camp I, i can't do anything other than camp yeah. But, uh, there were, you know, I was running a few weeks. All right, guys, enough with the fireworks. <laughs> we start our convo. Um, so, like, there were days out, I was running before camp started, trying to get in shape. And there was definitely days where I was like, I, I can't. And then you mm-hmm. would post something. I'd be like, all right, Maria, <laughs> I'll do it. Yes, I love it. That's great. Okay. That's great. It is. Yes. So how did it all start? Okay. Which part? Are you talking about the running? I just or? mean the endurance in yeah. general. Well, How and when? actually, what happened was um, I was never a runner. And in fact, when I was little, um, I wanted to do sports like softball and I wanted to ride skateboards. And, and my parents kind of prohibited me <gasps> at the time because they would say, you know, well, that's kind of um, masculine or it's, you know, you're not a boy, you know, tomboy. Don't be like that. I thought so, you were going to say because yeah. they thought it was dangerous. But. No, well, that too, probably. But yeah. Um, so they kind of stopped me from doing a lot of that stuff and it was never allowed, you know. Um, so I kind of went on and did what I could, like gym class and things like that. And then when I was 13, um, I remember in gym class, I really liked running. And we were doing sprints at the time, and I fell, and I couldn't explain how I fell. I just felt like a pop in my knee, and uh, that was the beginning of, I had multiple knee dislocations. This started when you were 13? 13. I had chronic knee dislocations, 
and it was very frustrating because like I would do something just kind of turn and my knee would actually dislocate <gasps> it was Whoa. awful yeah it was awful mm. it was bad it was bad so um the doctor we went to ortho you know orthopedic doctor and he said you need surgery to correct it and I didn't want to go through like the major surgery which was pretty heavy duty so he did what was called a lateral release like he cut a tendon and and in fact that didn't work it actually made it worse so whoa yeah it was it was so i kind of lived my life you know i did cheerleading in high school nothing too heavy duty and um but i always had this fantasy that i wanted to do sports i wanted to do running and uh when i was about 30 Two, I decided, you know what, it's time. I'm going to have the surgery. So I had the full surgery on my left leg, it was. And it, it is a very intensive, invasive surgery. Um, they, it's called, like, they do an osteotomy. They cut your tibia, and they actually have to create a whole realignment of the tracking of the knee. Um, so I did that on the left, and it was about a year of therapy, basically, that, uh, you know, I couldn't really walk correctly and real quick bad. you, you yeah. were not running at the, oh, no, no, before never. 32 no I was not running <laughs> right. no not even okay. close yeah I did a little aerobics here and there you know, <laughs> that was what was in back then but um so then uh after that uh but I still had the issue with my right leg still you know also dislocating they both would they dislocate. were both yes yeah huh. one was worse than the other um so I put it off and I tried to just do a little strength training throughout, you know, my adulthood. It didn't really help. I did some physical therapy here and there. And then about, uh, about five years ago, I decided to do the right. And um, that was the worst surgery of my life. <laughs> it was really bad. It was, it was even worse than the first one. What was the uh, recovery like? It was that? also about a year. I couldn't walk right. Um, uh, and... But I got through it. I mean, it, it was a long journey, um, and uh, it was it was scary to even walk at that point because I was so unstable on my feet. And um, and I decided once I healed up, you know, I said, you know what? There is no reason why I can't run now. My knees aren't going to dislocate. <laughs> how, how long after you started walking? It was probably about um, two years after the surgery so you start running at what age well i'm 50 right now so it was about 46 you start yeah. running when you were 46 yes i started at 46 ladies right? and gentlemen you know anyone who's making excuses out there we got a sound bite for you right there wow yeah 46 yeah well actually um i did a little bit of running like a quarter of a mile and i to me that was a big deal you know yeah. And then I, I said, you know what, I really want to do, there was a women's triathlon club, Mullica Hill Women's Triathlon Club. And I watched a video of these women doing this triathlon. I'm like, that would be so cool to You're do that. You're talking about the three, swimming, running, swimming, biking. Swimming, biking, running, right. right. And so that I said, you know, I just want to do one, you know, and that's <laughs> what I tried to train for. But along the way, I really loved the running because it just was something that I could never do before. And I was so grateful to do that. That's that, beautiful. That I started doing 5Ks, you know, and then half marathons. And in April, I did my first marathon. So it was like... I know. 
Awesome. You did a marathon. Yes. Your first marathon. You want My to start running. My first marathon at 50. Yes. At 50, <laughs> and you started running four years ago. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow. What was that like, the marathon? What, what's going Ooh, through your head? Right. Uh, when, where, did you ever reach any of those stereotypical things everyone hears about, like the, the runner's high or the wall that you have to break through or all those things? Did right. they all happen? Or Yes, absolutely. They did. What's it like? <laughs> well, at the actual marathon, uh, it was in New Jersey, the New Jersey Marathon up north. And, you know, it was like, well, could I really do this? Am I going to finish it? What's going to happen? But as I went along, you know, halfway through, I was like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. This isn't so bad, you know. Like, but then I did hit a wall. Like, the last 10 miles were brutal. <laughs> so, But I had no option. I was like, if I have to crawl at the finish line, I will crawl, you know. And, and I did it. I did it, yeah. How did it feel so, crossing that line? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Just, I was just, it was just gratitude. It was just gratitude because I never forget those times when I was on crutches and so scared to even move forward, you know, so every step, you know, is, is just, I'm just grateful. Have you been doing this all by yourself or is there a partner? No, I've been doing it by myself. I'm pretty disciplined. You are very disciplined. I see you all over the place. (laughs) Yes. When I'm driving, someone's (laughs) running from a distance. I could bet (laughs) nine times out of 10. (laughs) That's Maria running down Shoe yeah, Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, you got to do it. You're, nobody's going to do it for you. What do you, yeah. what goes through your head when you're running? Are you thinking or you not thinking? Yeah. Are you just focusing on your breathing? Um, Usually I listen to music um, and I try to like. You like it, rock, don't you? I do like all kinds of music, you know. Um, I like classical, I like rap, I like heavy metal yes, i saw you I do, uh, I do, post I something I about tool the other day yeah i was like really still waiting for their album let's see <laughs> that guy's a brilliant man that lead singer he's, he's wonderful yeah but um i do think about you know it depends on the day you know if i'm upset about something it's kind of a release you know it's such it's, a release yeah yeah i can't okay i i'm not going to i'm gonna let you like what do you have to say to people who, who know yeah. that they want to do this but it's not happening like for whatever yeah. reason you know, life gets in the way it's uh people there's always they're afraid to maybe failure or to be watched by somebody mm. do you actually have advice for anyone who's going to be listening to this yeah sure i mean i think that you have to just keep going that's little by little i i don't think the key is not to give up and just because you have a bad day or just because well you know i, I only could run around the block you know it's okay just saying well, maybe next time I'll go further. Or, you know, if I keep at it if just three times a week, twice a week, something to keep me motivated. And that is the other thing is that nobody's going to give you that motivation. That's one thing. If I, I you try. Ha- it's there in you. That's it. There's I've no been trying. shortcut. <laughs> There's no shortcut. There really isn't. No. And I've been trying for years. Yeah. Like, I always want to motivate people when I see someone and they tell me that they want to get in shape. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in 100%. I'll help you. I'll show you how to do it. You know, let's, let's yeah. work out together. Yeah. Um, but if they don't have it within them, all of a sudden their cars start breaking down on the way to the gym. <laughs> they can't show up. Oh, I forgot. You know, yeah, excuses. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's good to have a purpose, too. You know, um, like, what is my purpose? What is your purpose? My purpose is to continue to challenge myself. That's really it. I, I don't want to just be sitting on the couch watching TV and... I want to be challenging myself and 
I, you know, I work, um, I work at a rehab hospital. I was going to ask you about yeah. that. Let's talk about okay, that for sure. 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 Um, oh, but were you in the middle of saying something? No, about no. And, and so I work with a lot of spinal cord patients, stroke patients, amputees, um, and you know what they wouldn't give to just you know walk around the block or, or you know and I and I don't forget that oh. and that's not that I I feel like sorry for them but it's just something that I really appreciate appreciate what yeah. you have and and they do too that you know hey wow you know I do some of the charity runs and charity rides and you know I do think of them when I do those things you know, yeah, I do. You know, it, it motivates you. Yes, yeah, does, yeah. I, I think about my students a lot of times. Oh, and you know what? Too when I'm running up and down, I make sure I run in places where people drive because I will not <laughs> stop running just in case a kid passes by. It's like, oh, Mr. Sam just quit over there. <laughs> That's great. Can't let that happen. Now, when the car comes, you got to speed up. Yeah, <laughs> of course like, yeah, you I'm do. Oh, I'm suddenly walking. I'm on Main Street and I'm going a million miles an hour. <laughs> Been running right. like this the whole time, people. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look at me. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing like running uh, for many reasons, uh, right? Like, uh, I don't think I that agree. people, it's painful. <laughs> it can be painful, yeah. It's okay. oh. and, and I do have a lot of pain in my knees. I still continue, you know, they're, they've, I've had major surgery. I've had the screws, t- I have screws in both of them. I had screws taken out of one of my uh, knees. It, it's, you know, and I probably shouldn't really be probably not <laughs> like to the extent i do but but it's okay because you know someday i may not be able to life is That's short okay. yeah. hey there's probably <laughs> plenty of those things that i got bumps and bruises over my life i wouldn't take back exactly. any of them exactly. yeah what else yeah. was i gonna do you yeah. know yeah um and those are the gives you those, joy and those are those yeah. are the stories you tell right right that you take with you right. like your story like which story should i mention uh the hundred miles this weekend <laughs> like i could go over so many you that was, that was, yeah, so it was called the Spellbound Century Ride in Mount Holly, Burlington County, and um, it was 100 miles. Um, I didn't expect those hills. They were bad. Oh. <laughs> but it's, um, again, it's a cha- I try to do one a year of those. And last year I did a Salisbury Century in Maryland. That's a beautiful ride if you ever okay. want to do something like that. It was flat. This one was not flat, but... You know, the money goes to, you register, and the money goes to the community. This year, it went to the community um, of that county. That's so what I love about those events, too. Yeah. It's like the social thing. It's a fun exercise, and it's giving Good to the cause. community. Absolutely. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what is it? I know you're a what? doctor of sorts, and I talked yeah. about it with Alex before, but I, that was like three years ago. Remind me again what you I'm do. I'm a psychologist. I'm a licensed psychologist. How yes. long have you been doing that for? So I guess 2001, I officially Okay, this it's kind of coming back to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, because this would be super wrong if I was wrong, but do you give therapy to people who are in prison? I did work at a prison, yes, Um, a few years back. uh, I worked at Southwoods in um, Bridgeton, yes. So I was there about two and a half years. What was that like? Oppressive. (laughs) 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 I mean, it, it was a tough environment to be in, day in and day out. Eight you know, hours a day? Yeah. Well, actually, that time I was doing 10-hour shifts. Oh. And had, yeah. It was Do you hard. feel like you were able to reach? You know, it was hard to determine because, unfortunately, some of those people don't really want to be rehabilitated. Well, it's going so back to what we were right. saying with motivation. It's yeah, got to come so, from within. Right. And, and I got to say, some people were probably... Um, 
trying to fool me, you know, into thinking like, see, I'm okay. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to be here. I'm doing fine. A lot of times criminals are very good liars. Yeah, they're charmers, right. But I never had a problem. Or We did groups and we did individuals. You always felt safe? Yes, I did, actually. Cool. Yeah, and we did evaluations. Because so. I remember looking at Alex. I remember thinking, like, oh, your mom has to do that? Like, <laughs> I didn't ask him yeah, how he felt, but, like, I, I wanted to know. Because, <laughs> gosh, I'd be worried about my mom for yeah, sure. Yeah, some days I would worry, though, but it, it was But okay. you're done with that. I'm done, and now I'm at a rehab um, hospital in Pomona. For what kind of rehab? Uh, so it's uh, medical patients that are trying to get rehabilitated. Like, you've had a stroke. Um, there's brain injury patients, but cardiac patients. So these are people who've been through some trauma, but yes. you're, you're helping them emotionally. Right. Helping them cope through, you know, a devastating situation, getting hit by a car, you know, just, things, just terrible stories. Do you yeah. ever accidentally bring your work home? Not, not like that. Not bring your work home with you, yeah. but bring your, your, your therapist talking voice home when you're talking to Alex. I don't know. I, you know, I try you not would. to. You're, I've been. I've been told, you know, Mom, I don't want to talk about that right now, you know, because I try. I always try to check in with him. You Can know, we talk about Alex? Of course. Okay. Breezy B. Breezy <laughs> B. My very first podcast I ever hosted, <laughs> it was with Alex Burrow, your right, son. Right. Um, how does it feel knowing that you have the most popular, arguably the most popular kid in Camp Tuscaloosa here? <laughs> I don't... I, I didn't really know that. You didn't really? know that. He <laughs> no. Is, uh, I thought he was just full of himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, you wouldn't know that here at Camp Tuscaloosa oh, yeah. by how he acts. Oh, that's good he's to know. He's very humble. Really? He's, oh, yeah. He's hilarious. His talent show performances, he did. He dressed up as a banana <laughs> and did a dance. I remember. That. My kids were doing that banana dance for like a year <laughs> after that. He's hilarious. That is funny. Yeah. And he's like buying and selling shoes, right? Or he's a sneakerhead, as you know. Right? Yeah. Well, okay. So let me tell you how uh, I utilize here, uh, Alex Burrow here at camp. Right. Um, it's very important to me for the younger kids to have leaders. So whenever I find an opportunity for Alex Burrow to be up on stage with me, yeah. or just have a conversation with him in front of other people, or just ask other people to go to Alex Burrow, he's right. one of my top guys. Aw, that's great. Even, even with my, especially with my own kids. Really? I, well, I was talking, flattered. Yeah, I was talking to them yesterday just saying, hey guys, hang out with Alex Burrow. I mentioned oh, wow. a few other kids. Wow. You should be proud. I'm very proud of him, yeah. Um, and you should be most proud of uh, the rap we recreated. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear oh, our God. rap? I don't know. Which one was that? How dare you, Maria Ramundo? Because I heard a couple. I'm getting them mixed up. We only have one jam, and it's it it starts about a bowl of I, soup. No, oh. I don't think I heard. It. Oh, we dropped some jams, Maria when? Ramundo. It's on. Alex didn't show you. No, he's very secretive with me about this. He really? Was, yeah, he is. Yeah. Does he tell you anything about camp or? Not much. Not wow. much. Yeah. He's at that. He's at that age. Yeah, it's hard to pull things out of him sometimes. Yeah. Oh, what am I gonna do? I've got like. <laughs> Three coming on four kids. What am I going to do when they're Alex's age? I know. He's very secretive sometimes. Okay. Yeah. In the end, yeah. when he's not so secretive anymore, yeah. all, all I can say is you don't have to worry. He's amazing Aww. outside. He's amazing here. He's our leader. He's our champ. He's like such a role model that here. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Does. Shout out to you, Alex Burrow. You go. What was it like growing up or uh, yeah. raising Alex Burrow? Was he always like so funny? <laughs> he was actually as a little kid he was uh 
I thought, it, you know, I thought he was smart, as every parent thinks their kid is smart. And, um, yeah, so I, think he, I wish he would, you know, apply a little more effort into certain areas, you know, uh, like schoolwork and things like that. But what he's interested but in, he's all when in. He, right. When he has something that he likes, he runs with it. If I were, yeah. if I were you, I'd be more worried if, like, he didn't, like, he was just playing a video game here and, and doing nothing there. But, like, the selling of the shoes and, and learning, teaching himself how to rap... <laughs> He had to have told you the rap that he did in front of his school. The, about the Holocaust? But he did the, a Holocaust he rap. He still won't let me hear it, you know. Yeah, he won't. He won't really? let me. He will not share that with me. Alex Burrow. <laughs> I've mom. asked him numerous times, and I've backed off because, okay. He's a teenager. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's always cool with me, super respectful. I'm glad. I'm a big yeah. fan. Yeah. Yeah. He is a good kid. So... I, I did a Spartan race and I had I saw something mm-hmm. that I want to talk about in a little bit, but it sure. was so inspirational. I have to imagine because I haven't done too many of these races, like during your marathons, during your hundred miles, during all these things that you do. Are there have there been moments that you've seen something that stick with you? Well, it's never good when you see the ambulance coming. <laughs> I mean, it's. Not, I mean, I've been into a couple of races and uh, you know I've seen people getting pulled out of the water and some oh triathlete. yeah that's. And it kind of, you know, does a number on your mind mentally because, like, whoa, if... And, and there was... I remember last year I did a triathlon and um, the men went first. And it was cold. The water was cold. And all of a sudden, like, they got just, like, 100 yards. And these big guys, you know, they, they had to stop. They panicked. They had to get out. And mentally, that really... They were big guys, like muscle? Yes. I'm that like, works Whoa. against you on those endurance races. I guess. But it I, sure does. You're, it can, you need to yeah. get all that oxygen to those muscles. I was talking with, uh, who was it? Dave Birnbaum in here the other day, and we were joking about how the CrossFit guys, when I've seen them come here and swim, two laps right. in, they are <laughs> dying. They're like, I don't get it. It's I train true. every day. Yeah. No, yeah, it's different. It is different. Well, there's a breathing pattern to it, and... Um, that, that freaks me out. No, that's my weakest part. And that's still a challenge for me because I do panic. And that's the hardest thing I, I'm still struggling with. What stroke do you do? Just a regular, what do you call it? Um, freestyle? Freestyle, right. I think breaststroke is the way that's to go. hard. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's all about you get this break. Like you use your hands yeah. and then use your legs and then you glide. And that glide, but you come slower, up for right? I mean, with it all depends on how fast you're swimming. I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that yeah. fast either way. But either way. I'm not way, very fast with that, yeah. But, like, you're not trying to... Are you trying to get the fastest time? Oh, absolutely not. No, just to finish. Yeah, yeah so yeah, who yeah, cares yeah, how yeah, slow yeah. you're going? Yeah, true. I feel that yeah, way true. when I'm running. I did a half marathon once. And um, oh, cool. after I was done, I was like, oh, my God. If I had a whole nother half marathon to go right now, I'd yeah. be dead. Yeah, it's, well, that's what you think. But, I mean... If you train, you can do it. Yeah. What was the training like? The training, I did it over about, what was it, like 22, 24 weeks. And in just, I did, I ran three times a week. But of course, I mean, I, I swam, I biked, and I weight trained. Because I think those are important things to You're me. lifting weights too. Yes, I have to. I mean, for my knees, and I have to keep, you know, my legs you working on the to. guns, too? Oh, yeah, try. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> boom, boom. But, uh, but I think um, 
it's more uh, to prevent injury, really. It, and it does really work because I there was one year I wasn't doing much weight training. I was just running and riding my bike, not much in the gym. And I was getting hurt a lot like mm. through the running. Yeah. Uh, I got a little stress fracture, you know, so I'm like, nope, can't do that. Uh, so it's really important to me, the weight training. I have a lot of respect for you. Oh, thank you. It's the stuff that you can go through mentally. I mean, you're yeah. speaking as if it's, you know, I go through, I listen to my music, I listen to, it's like, I think about something that upset me that day, I'd get through it. It's like, well, what about when you're on mile 15 and your legs are on fire and your lungs are on fire? Gotta persevere. That's what I think. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep, that's, and, and I think it does help in my life, you know. How has it helped tough, in your life? Um, when those tough things happen in life, which they will happen, you know, I think we'll, you ran a marathon, you know, you, you stuck it out when it was crappy and you didn't want to do, you, you're going to get through this as well. You yeah. I was going to say that to you when you told me you were nervous to do the podcast. Cause I'm like, come on, you ran a marathon. This is <laughs> well, nothing. That's different. Yeah, that's easy. No, that's <laughs> the marathon is okay. <laughs> I'm going to run a marathon one of these days. Yes. Go Sam. 100%. 100% you could do it. I know you will. Oh yeah. If I could do it, and that's what I think. You I know, got a you, lot more meat on me, Marie. Doesn't matter. You have good knees. If if I could do it with these mm. knees, you could do it. Well, easily. you know what? I, I hate to say this. I was in denial for a while, but my pro wrestling and everything is kind of catching <laughs> oh, up right, with right. me over the last two years. Yeah. But I still will do it. One hundred percent. But if you do it smart, you know, and just. Yeah. Try for to sure. And I have to do everything smart now since my pectoral injury this year. Right. And I had, I, tendons, right. and I'm just falling apart. But I'm making a comeback. Yes. As soon as camp is over. <laughs> I have no time. What's my plan? Just yeah. start kicking butt again. I'm super motivated. Right. Uh, I've never had a moment in my life where I wasn't motivated. And it's almost I when I like right now when I'm at camp, like, yeah, I'm moving around, I'm sweating, I'm doing this and that. But I'm not getting my heart race into that level. I'm right. not, you know, gasping for breath. I'm not yeah. you know, banging out the weights. It's not the same. Um, so, you know, that's what people say to me when I say I'm not working out, but it's definitely not the same. Um, and I think to myself after like five, six weeks of not working out, I'm like, this is what I feel like. Like some people don't work out at all. They feel like this all the time. Right. I'm telling anyone who's listening, uh, it's so worth the effort. It, it is. That half hour to an hour every day affects the other 23 and a half absolutely. hours. Oh, absolutely. It does. Yes. From your sleep to the mm -hmm. mental. Mental too. I mean, there's a lot of research too on exercise and mood and even, you know, with mild to moderate depression that exercise can be just as equal to medication, you know, in, in terms of altering your mood, um, decreasing depression, anxiety. I mean, it's wonderful. So and do you yeah. recommend that to your patients Absolute, who are depressed? Absolutely. I try. I mean, the patients I work with have, you know, limitations. That's why they're there. But mm, yeah. after they do the physical therapy and they're going to go home, some of them will end up just not doing much. And I, yeah, I do tell them, you know, I encourage, well, now that you started this uh, journey of physical therapy, you can continue being active. It's a great opportunity. I mean, this is even though, you know, they had a life-altering event, it's still... Yeah, and you know what? To. We don't need the research. People, yeah. do your own anecdotal. Yeah, Just right. get out there and run and check out what that does for your mood. It does, right, yeah. It really and, does. And just your sense of accomplishment, you know, just knowing like, hey, you know, last week I couldn't do that or a challenge I lifted a little more or, you know, I think that's 
that's great for your confidence too and do you have running yeah. partners not often no okay. no because i know Once that in a while, i was going to yes. recommend that to people because sometimes that keeps people motivated it does. is yes. staying accountable because not everyone's totally self-motivated exactly. and not okay so i've been self-motivated since I started watching pro wrestling and want to be like that since I was right. a little kid. So I think it's going to be like that forever. It's ingrained in me. You started at 46. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, with that. But I, I mean, I think I've always been gold oriented. Okay. You know what I mean? I, getting my degree and you know, I, I had to kind of stick it out. It was brutal at times to get my doctorate and do, you know, dissertation. It was. Um, and in the so end, many. don't you just really learn on the job? You do. Yeah. 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 Same thing with my job. I, uh, you, you can take a million classes in teaching. But I mean, you have to have the training. Right, right. There are certain but things, but there's also a lot of uh, nonsense that you, you really just need to – because there's all the variables. You have patients that have different personalities. I have students that have different personalities. Yes. And um, you got to be creative and, you know. Exactly. You have to meet where, where people – meet people where they are, you know, where – Wait, explain what you mean from your... Well, because end. you might have goals for people. Like, you might say, oh, this person has so much potential. I'm going to... They're going to... I can see them doing this. I can see them doing that. And yes, it's your vision. It right. might not be their vision. Even though you know mm. they have all this potential, it's so frustrating. I really you know, think that's important for uh, parents and teachers to hear. Um, right. One way I know that I've, I've, I've helped a lot of students is knowing that they are an individual. They are not going to do... The success that I want for them, or anybody, they're gonna be successful at what they want to do. So if all of us, if they're really into rhinos, like we will <laughs> learn about rhinos and we will That's study great. and they will become masters at it and they will be happy and they'll create a love for learning, which trickles down. If you're yeah. saying, okay, you love rhinos, but too bad, you have to figure out Pythagorean theorem right now or else you fail the test. Well, that's going to really kill a person's love for learning. It does. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure the same thing it. with your patients, you know. You have to meet goals that are attainable and right. something that they want for themselves. Right. The, their purpose, right. And I think, I mean, that's why I think what you're doing is so wonderful. Um, sometimes it's just really about sitting with someone and listening. You mean you the know. podcast? Well, the podcast, yeah. It's yes. so wonderful that you're doing this because, yes, you get to kind of connect with people, share their stories, but you're sitting and listening, you know, getting to know someone and, you know, being with them. And same thing with, you know, my work. I think there's a mystery, you know, like we do therapy and all this. And, yes, there are skills and strategies you have to teach people. But ultimately, it is a lot about just sitting with someone and listening. You know, mm. like appreciating who they are. A lot of people and, never do that. No, we don't do that. No, but we I, don't. I feel, and I might be wrong, but I feel like everybody wants to be heard. Absolutely. Oh, sure. From yeah. the three-year-olds at my preschool up to the 14-year-olds. Yes, they all want to be heard. Do. There's a lot of my campers. I do my very best to hear them all out. Yeah. I, you know, I. <laughs> you should you should take a trip with me from point A to point B in summer <laughs> camp. I am talking to a million different people on that walk. Um, wow. But I think that teachers, uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, yeah. uh, anyone who works with people uh, to help them grow mm -hmm. need to be willing to put themselves out there like that, to take the time right. to listen. Just to listen, right. You yeah. might not have to do anything. Just just be with them and listen. Just Th listen. That is so important. Exactly. Right. And then they're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. People want to be heard. I agree. 
listening is a good skill too. Did you actually, is. is that part of your training, learning how it to is. listen? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Sure. We did. Yeah. yeah. I listened to a podcast recently about being a good listener on uh, Radio Lab. Okay. You ever listen to Radio no, Lab? No, not really. Or no. Ma- no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was a TED Talk. Oh, TED Talk. I love TED Talks. Oh, it's the They're best. great. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hey, I got to tell you one quick inspirational story that might inspire you. Sure. I was in a, have you ever done a Spartan race? No, but I've wanted to. Oh. I, I, in Philadelphia, there was, every year, there's a, I think in September, and I couldn't get anyone to do it with me. Nobody was, so. Did you call me? No, Sam, but now I know we could do one. 100%. Oh, see this, this is, I meant to turn this thing off because podcasts should not have cell phones. True. Yeah, and another thing, you said you get to sit and talk with someone. I want my phone always off. I am so sick of this thing. Yeah, yeah. they are. Bing, Something bing. Else. Okay, um, so, so I would totally so do one. Sport? Yeah, okay, oh, good. Going good. under the barbed wire, climbing over oh, the walls. Boy. It's so cool, so cool. I got I this picture of me jumping over the fire. It's nice, just like, wow. What yeah. was that like? <laughs> so easy. Was it? So easy compared to everything else you had just done. Really? Yeah, that was like the part to get a picture. Okay. It was a photo op, really. Okay. But the things like climbing the uh, 50-foot rope after like mile 11 or 12, you know, those were the uh, brutal ones. And it was raining. Everything was slippery. And that killed my hands for the rest of the time. That's not good. I loved it. That sounds hard. (laughs) Yeah, but afterward, I'm sure you felt awesome. Oh, you're muddy and you're sweaty and you did it. It's the best. You put that metal on, that cheap metal. Right, right. And wear the shirt with such pride. <laughs> I am totally down to do this with conquered, you. Conquered, you conquered. I yes. hope you can throw me over those walls. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, Sam. <laughs> I really messed up, actually. This isn't inspirational. This was a real Mr. Sam mess up. What did so you do? So we were. Everyone's helping each other. They're helping each other over the walls. We're we're army army crawling under the um, barbed wire, mm-hmm. and so there's someone behind me, and I feel like they're stuck. So I lift the barbed wire up as I'm laying on my chest and you know she says thank you and she crawls past and I let go of the barbed wire and then I hear yeah and there it is I'm not even going to say where it was stuck but it was stuck in the guy behind me Oh, oh my poor god guy. I was like I'm so sorry and he just looks at me and he says just go Did he want to kill you? <laughs> he want to kill me. Uh, oh, not the way I wanted that's to go. Terrible. Yeah, poor but the guy. inspirational story was yeah. Um, so your legs are on fire and yeah. all of a sudden they give you these 40, 50 pound sandbags that you have to cl- walk up a hill and down the wow. hill. I know people, you all want to do this too now, right? <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> and I'm carrying it up and I'm dying mm-hmm. of heat and sweat. And I see someone off in the distance and he is crawling with this bag on his back. I'm like, wow, that guy must really be hurting. He must be like just done for. Yeah. And I'm getting closer and closer and closer. And sure enough, I get close enough, and the man doesn't have legs. Oh, wow. He was on mile 10 or 11, 40-pound sandbag on his back, crawling. I went to look at the results later on. You know, some people finished in, you know, four or five, six hours. That man finished. It took him 12 hours, and he finished. That's awesome. Without legs. Amazing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's spirit. It's spirit. And grit. That's awesome. A heart. Yeah. yeah. Get out there, people, and work yeah, out. Definitely. Hey, Maria. You can do it. Are you ready for the chat pack? What's the chat? Pack? Oh, I picked out some very specific <laughs> questions just for you. Oh no. Are you ready? I'm not sure. <laughs> Choose one. Oh no. What She's did I going do? for the center. Oh, I do not have my glasses. How, you know, I'm, I'm 50, <laughs> Sam. Like How a- am I going to <laughs> read this? <laughs> 
fine. I will lend you my 2020s. Here we go. I'm so jealous. You have 2020. I have it all. Yeah, oh, no, I do, feel like my do. hearing is go- going though. Too much loud music over right, the years. Right, that, that can not, yeah, yeah work worth in your it. favor, yeah. Yeah, worth it. <laughs> okay. I'm sure Lisa thinks so, too. Yeah. Oh, she's always <laughs> battling me over the volume. Oh, I feel bad. I'm sorry, Lisa, but we have to rock out in the morning, in the car, at night. It's just the, it's just my way. I got to teach my kids right, you know? Yeah, you do, you do. You do. <laughs> okay. So, what's it say? If a local TV station offered oh. to let you host your very own kids show oh, once wow. a week, oh boy, what would the <laughs> show be about, and who else would star with you on the show? Okay, I could answer that. I think. All right. I think it would probably be something about um, a day in the life. So it would be like the child's life, like a day in their life, what they like. Um, just kind of follow them around, take, you know, like a tour of their favorite things, their house, their friends, and just interview them, like kind of like you're doing. I was just going to say, I'm a big fan <laughs> of that And I think idea. you'd be the host there. I mean, I would love Mr. Rogers to be, but he's not around. I'm so. kind of like a rock and roll version of you Mr. Are, Rogers. You are, right, right. <laughs> oh, I, uh, maybe I should edit that out. No one should call themselves that. I'm leaving well, it in, whatever. Great. Come on, he was great. He's the best. Did yeah. you see the documentary? Yes, I did. Oh, it he, feels so good. Okay, for from a teacher um, who's very passionate. Yeah. It, it's so good to see someone who had their whole life. They did that their whole life. Never any anything bad. Always good for Mr. Rogers. Right. And do you know how like comp- hard it was for him to stay in that character to not you know show so much anger when he really was angry right he was in control of his emotions for sure yes you have yes. to be when you're in tr- yes. with your, when you're with your kids you know i just had that incident with my child he was sick for a very long time yeah but camp didn't stop and i would have to go and the kids would come up to me and it was really hard to put on a smile but i did it um it was the, it's kind of a blur but i know i i gave my best and mm-hmm. you have to do that i, I right. know you have to do the same for yours because sure. we're we're in the business of, of growth, of, of helping right. people grow. Exactly. So you got to be on your A game. You do. Shout out to you, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah. They're coming out with, um, is it Tom Hanks? He's they a, a movie made... <gasps> Wait a about minute. Mr. Rogers. You're I not think. talking about the documentary? No, an, an actual movie. I think no in, way. In November. I forget. And did you yet. say Tom Hanks? I think Tom Hanks, Hanks is going to play Mr. Rogers. Talk about yeah. another <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. You're getting the nicest actor in the world to play... It's going to oh. be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. I feel like I might shed a tear during that movie. Aww. I know it. Um, Probably. Hey, do you have what time else? for just one more chat pack Abs- question? I have time for right. you, Sam. Let's <laughs> do it. What else? Okay. We'll just do- Again, you have to read. Oh, right. I, I'm yeah. so sorry. That was so Got rude of me. Old eyes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Here we go. If you could get... Oh, this is a good one for you. <laughs> I think up to you to decide subjective okay. if you get a one hour lesson uh-huh. from any professional athlete Ooh. whom would you want to give you the lesson i got it michael phelps michael phelps <laughs> yeah. oh of course is that, is that how you say? Yeah, yeah 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 michael phelps yeah right because of my week uh, swimming ah yeah yeah i wonder what he would say breaststroke or freestyle oh yeah we should ask him do you ever go and do laps Yes, I actually uh, this summer I'm at the Hamilton Swim Club because they I work out at Solid and they did like a collaboration 
where you can go three times a week. Oh, did they? In the morning, yeah, just for an hour, and so. Okay. Yeah, it's really nice there. Yeah. Cool. Hey, is there anything you? I, I, what I, else do you it, want to know? <laughs> well, I was going to ask you if there's anything you wanted to plug. You know, I, I know. I, is there anything you want to plug on here? Alex's um, shoe business. <laughs> <laughs> Breezy B. Uh, Breezy B. That's uh, his rap name, by the way. Get right, into Breezy him. Breezy B. I'm Breezy B's mom. Yeah. Known as. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. yeah. He's great. Um, well, I really think being at camp here i mean it's this is his last honestly this is his last year and it's sad it's sad for him it's sad for me is it really he's been here since he was three and he's 14 so he grew up you know in the summer camp here and alex that's why alex's approval of me means a lot because he was here uh, before i got here right right um and i feel like i want him over eventually and that means a lot especially because he's such a good guy as well of course yeah, and, uh, and it's really, it's shaped him. I mean, he, he looks forward, you know, when school starts. I remember last year, he it was September, and the first day he was like, when is camp going to start? <laughs> How many days? You know, like, it's he the t- first day of school. <laughs> he told me I drove by him one day, and he was in the school bus, and he screamed out, Mr. Sam, take me with you. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> yes, he desperately wanted that. Yeah. yeah. So he loves is it he, here. Is he sad that this is the last, oh, my God, yeah, the last two weeks of his camp last, life? It, I can't believe it. Oh, it's sad for me, too. Yeah. Why is it sad for you? Well, it's, it's a different stage of his life, yeah. too. You know, it's an ending. and. Um, what will be his new beginning? I don't know. That's what we'll have to find out. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's given me some ideas of, of a place he might want to work, so. What did he tell you? Uh, well, he, he said he wanted this job at this Camp Tuscaloosa place. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, that absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He would like we, to do it, that. We've had like a four-year interview now, so um, <laughs> so far so good. You know, I'm pretty good, yeah. Yeah, so far pretty good. Uh, we'll yeah, see how it goes. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, he appreciates being here, and I, and I really do too, so yeah, that would be my plug. You plugged my camp. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. That's amazing. Miss Lisa's going to listen to this and be very, very thrilled about it. Um, And is there anyone out there who might listen to this that you would like to give a shout out to? Just Alex, my son. The man. (laughs) I love him, yes. Yeah, even though he doesn't tell you anything. No, even Burrow, tell her something like once a week, man, (laughs) for me. I mean, we talk. You know, he does have spurts here and there of things but i always try to hey, check can in. i be real with you yeah he's 14 probably right. most of the stuff he wants to talk about is yeah. embarrassing it's age appropriate right that yeah. he's not talking to me yes yeah. yeah i didn't want to talk to my mom either yeah, yeah. I, I didn't either i still gave her hugs you know but, oh, but he I, does he's very affectionate and he um he's sweet like he'll even say sometimes you know when we butt heads and later on he'll come and say you know i'm sorry mom and oh. i'm like wow i was imp- impressed by that oh, you, know? you hear that Jaden? that's <laughs> alex burrow my son Jaden. you need to listen to that <laughs> wow i didn't expect that but yeah he's feels a good, good kid. right yeah yeah um a lot a, a lot of t- times uh, i've had students moms tell me that's what got me through those teenage years is just knowing my son still had a good heart i right, knew he right, still right, had right. it in there you know yeah i hope he'll keep that quality with oh him. he yeah. that's yeah. with him for life it's just yeah. i'm so curious about where what direction he's going to take I in know. life yeah I um he could i think he could write comedy i really <laughs> that's do. what you said right yeah for sure <laughs> he, could, he, could. he really could he's he it's like smart humor right i really right. yeah um so 
I don't know what your definition of pillars is um, when it comes to the pill, uh, using it as a metaphor. Um, I don't know what the people listening um, think of when they think pillars. Mm-hmm. But to me, someone who can inspire other people is a pillar. You inspire me, and I'm already motivated. I, I'm, I'm encouraging you people, uh, if you ever get a chance, meet Maria Ramundo. To oh, talk so to her, uh, I, I believe you will be inspired. She's doing this every week. If, she, if, you, if you're someone who follows her, you know that you're expecting pictures every single week. I asked her the other day, I'm like, didn't you just run a marathon? She's like, yeah, also a half marathon after that. <laughs> it's like, what? So yeah. to me, you're a pillar. You're Thank awesome. You, great mom. And uh, I'm sad that you guys are going to be gone too. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to come visit. Yeah. Or, uh, I'll run or, by. Or, yeah, you'll definitely run. Always wave. Okay, Always wave. I will. I will. All right. Thanks, Maria. Thank you, Sam. Toodaloo. Pleasure. See ya.